All right. Welcome to the Behind the Brand podcast, a show where we dive into the stories from real people behind great brands. I'm your host, Dicklin Shaw, and joining me today is Jack Tremblay, the brains behind the 13 Club, a carefully curated vintage clothing store founded in Canada and making waves throughout the world thanks to their excellent minimalist taste and unique styling. Jack, um, I first encountered the 13 Club when I was living abroad in Canada a couple years ago. I bought a couple pieces back then, and um, it's been amazing to watch the journey of growth that you guys guys have had since. Um, honestly, it's just a pleasure to have you, man. Um, would you like to just introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so uh, my name is Jacob. I go by Jack for for close trend and everything. Um, so yeah, I'm the owner of Thirteen Club, and then I'm 22 years old. I live in a small town in Canada. It's called uh, Quebec City. It's close to Montreal. Most people know yeah. Montreal, but don't really know Quebec. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. I create vintage and sell everything online. And I've been doing it uh, full time for now. Actually, I started doing it full time. I didn't even went like part time and then do it. <laughs> I just went full time into it. And then yeah, it's it's it it is what it is now. From the from yeah, it's been two years. I've been doing wow. That. Two years. That's a half. lot of growth. A lot of growth for two years because you guys are at how many followers now? Like, I think close to twenty-seven or maybe I'll check quick, quick. Yeah, twenty-seven thousand. Wow! So two years full time. Did you actually like just jump into that full time because you're so passionate about vintage, or like what happened there? Oh uh, yeah, the thing I had like a small uh, thrift shop here in Quebec, like online too. That I was doing a story sale and like I was mostly selling my stuff through. Um, yeah, to story sale and from to uh, also to local people. Yeah, and then it wasn't really my style anymore. It was like mostly a Nike, Tommy figure, mm. like branded, more common vintage. Yeah. So uh, yeah, then I like uh, it happens. I found a, a new spot with different type of um, of clothes, and the thing is, normally like when you go uh, into thrift shop or uh, yeah, regular thrift shop. All the, the distress piece, uh, anything that have a, like a little stain or whatever, won't make it to the rack, right? Mm. So yeah, I found a new spot and then started curating stuff. And uh, yeah, it was a completely different style, but it was more my personal style. So it was like, yeah. oh yeah, uh, the, the the other page was kind of uh, big already, not that big, it was like uh, 5,000 people maybe. Yeah, that's still pretty big. Yeah, it w- it was kind of cool for like a local thrift shop, and uh, the city don't have that many thrift thrift shop actually. So it was like, yeah, it was the I, I'd say the biggest one for the small town. Wow. I mean, and then I was like, yeah, I was doing pop up and everything, and I I started a new one just to like I don't want to mix both uh, both style and whatever. So I'll do a separate one and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, um, uh. After 300 uh, followers, uh, I'll make it private, and then the drop will be like uh, 13 uh, November 13, and that's, like it wasn't like that big. I was like, if it didn't work, I still have the other page, and I'll do yes. it for fun because it, it's more my style, right? So uh, yeah, I started the the first drop was uh, November 13, and I didn't even add the 300 uh, followers. I was like, I don't know. So yeah, I had 200 people, and then I did a drop. It, it went kind of okay yeah because like uh, I was a bit promoting it via the other um, the other Instagram account yeah but 
So yeah, I was already doing it like part-time-ish, full-time with the other account, but then when I had two to um, to manage now. So I was like, fuck it, uh, I'll just I'll just do both full-time and see how it goes. And then I yeah, nice. Yeah, the time goes, and I just uh, I just closed the other page and went out with the, the with the thirteen club. It was better. I feel for me, I had more fun doing it with that one because yeah. it was more my style and also like the response to the content I was posting and like the stuff I was putting on the website was like more uh, international than the other page. I was like, oh, okay, there's a an, an opportunity there to just like grow a different page with a different style mm-hmm. and be like get get that page bigger than the first one too. Totally. So so you would describe your like first kind of like thrift store as kind of like mainstream, right? Like Tommy Hilfiger and like those yeah. kind of big brands and Nike. But then you were actually more passionate about like the 13 Club style and like how would you describe the 13 Club? Like what was different about it? I think um my personal style is always like uh I wear the same stuff every day. Like I wear some like Levi's 501, a white t-shirt and then some beat up Converse, right? Yeah. And the thing is these these stuff, this type of stuff is so hard to come by here in like Quebec and also Canada, right? Yeah. All the good stuff is like imported from the US. And yeah. I had I didn't have the like the the plug to have the the this type of stuff. And then when I found it I was like, okay, cool, yeah. Uh, it's more my style. It's more, it's more based on uh, no branding, no big graphics. It's just like good pieces that can like almost make a capsule wardrobe. Mm, whatever, timeless. Exactly. Whatever you buy on the website can mix and match something in your wardrobe, right? So like, yeah, basic hoodies, basic T-shirt, just a good shape. Uh, quality and like fit before brand and graphic and. So yeah, it's mostly around that. It's just good pieces that will last forever, that will love forever, that you can just don't lose value because it's a trend, right? Hoodies yeah. always you have always have hoodies since the nineteen forties, nineteen fifties. A t shirt always been a thing, good jeans too. So yeah, timeless. I, I say I, I think it's the, the right right term for it. Yeah, and also like you kind of talk about it in your description, but like an element of luxury that comes with it, with how you display the brand and the content that you post alongside the clothes. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, I I think the thing is there's so much uh, vintage like shop in general that have good the good stuff, right? Like Mm. they have plenty of them. They just when I go in, in a, if you if you go to a, a Ralph Lauren boutique, right? It's like yeah. you want to buy everything just because the decor is so nice. If you want, if yeah. you go into like the Aridia for women, right? Everything is more pricey. It's some basic. It's pricey just because the experience of it, and then mm. the presentation, and then the content, and then just like everything that goes around the the image of the brand is so good. Definitely. Yeah, it, it makes you think about like, oh, these are basic, but when you try them on, all the I wear Ariza as like it's the only thing I buy brand new. It's Ariza piece just because like it fits well, good quality, yeah. made in China sometimes. But you know, it's not like I don't buy that much stuff from there. It's just the presentation, everything, the brand, the, the I don't so know. important, so important, right? And just yeah, also, yeah. I I love doing that. It's just. The, the fun part about everything is finding the clothes and just taking content, taking picture, 
they can uh, like place them in a way that they they look better. And also like yeah. uh, Japanese culture is big like with that. All the if you see like all the Japan Japanese um, Instagram account and sell vintage or even mm. stuff, they all like uh, pick a flannel and then crumble it a bit and then take a yeah. picture. Always so good and just oh this flannel I want that just because how how is the shape is like perfect exactly how everything yeah. is perfect. and also yeah. like I think in general I'm a bit perfect in uh, per I don't know in English disclaimer for everyone who's listening <laughs> English is so bad I will do you're one. doing great <laughs> yes but yeah so I think yeah, yeah it's taking the time to do it and then appreciate the little details of each pieces and then try to show them. Mm. Yeah. I think yeah you do that really well like that's just one thing I picked up immediately when I first found the brand a couple years ago and I feel like you've just doubled down on that like you've gone harder on that and like from an outside perspective that seems to me why the brand has grown like so quickly thank you thank you for saying that man yeah, yeah. I, sometimes I go back to my like the content that was I was putting out uh, in the beginning and I was like I know at the time I was like oh this is game changer for me because it wasn't like looking like the stuff I was doing with the other account and I was like yeah. oh this is game changer but now I look back to that and <laughs> like, I didn't like learn anything like from a book or whatever or from school yeah. or, I was just like doing it so much like full-time just doing content just taking pictures just trying to do outfits just trying to anything it's just like you get better at it the more you do it right and I'm, is that only I, do? I wake up i'm doing that i go to sleep i wake up the other day i'm doing the same thing so that's awesome do you love it that's the real question like are you in love with the experience because like from again from an outside perspective it seems like the people who do the best are the people who actually love what they do so to me it seems like you love it but i feel like i'll ask that question anyways yeah, I love doing it. I yeah, love doing it. Yeah. If I could, like, even not setting clothes and just just taking pictures of them, yeah. <laughs> like doing outfits for like for fun, I think I'll yeah. do that because no, I love I love setting them. It's just yeah. the fun part is picking the clothes, finding some cool stuff, like learning about them, learning about the tags, where we come from, the history behind like the brand, whatever, and then doing the content with it is the the part that I love the the most, definitely. Now, you mentioned before that you guys would do like drops on November 13th. Is, is that kind of like where the name came from, the 13 Club? Or would you just drop every month on the 13th? Uh, no, it was just like uh, it makes sense for me to drop the 13th because the name was the 13 Club. So right, like, right. So where'd the name come from then? Yeah, that, that's like, I feel like that's a commonly asked question for like friends and family that ask about it. But I don't think like yeah. that there's much people that ask me on Instagram or whatever about, about the name, right? And yeah. the thing is, okay, um, 13 has always been my lucky number. Yeah. Like in sports, whatever. And then always the number I was using. And uh, so I was like looking for a cool name. And I was like, bro, 13 is so, so common. There's like the lucky 13, the whatever it's all like walmart stuff right it's like mm -hmm. <laughs> walmart brand almost so it's like ah yeah it makes no sense for me to like have a, a a cool name with 13 and then i i went on google whatever just looking for logos around 13 then i found um uh wikipedia page it was like the 13 club and uh, it was like uh, a society uh back in the uh 1800 18 yeah 
eight hundred, yeah. and I was like, um, it was like people uh, was like meeting. Thirteen people was meeting around the table at like uh, thirteen thirteen a.m. or no, wow. actually, and they were like trying to um, to uh, prove that like the the superstition wasn't real. So like putting a black cat and then breaking mirrors and then uh, eating at the same time at the around a table at thirteen thirteen, yeah. uh, being thirteen people around a table to prove that the number thirteen wasn't like something unlucky right and for yeah. me it makes sense because my lucky number is 13 so i was like bro mm-hmm. this guy was just like they were the, it was the their lucky number too so um and then uh, i had it in i had it in my um instagram description it was like anti-superstition yeah yeah that's right I remember and it, that. was, it was for that yeah it was just because it was a whole society and i think the the society was like was they were like common people that were in there, like Winston Churchill, uh, many like known people that was in wow. like sacred stuff. But it was a bit Shit. creepy because, like, if you see the the photos on uh, on Google, it's a bit creepy, right? It's like, I can imagine, like <laughs> satanic almost. Exactly, almost. Yeah, creepy. But it was like just a good-looking man in suits trying to prove that <laughs> numbers and like just like a hand society was like discussion about. A, Having a discussion about like, oh, the number thirteen isn't unlucky, and then uh, a black cat doesn't like cause uh, bad luck or whatever. So I, f- I was, I was like, oh, that's cool. And also, yeah, it makes sense to me because it was like the thirteen club. It made um, more uh, being like a club makes more uh, like a, a good link with my customer, right? So it's like people. It's like community. Exactly, people are are so engaged because like. Also, it's like the 13 Club. I like to, to say like members or whatever. And maybe one day I'll do a merge with like member or staff just because like all the people always comment and always like and always DM me. And like I'm close to these people. I think that like I don't have any like request message on my Instagram. Like I, I answer wow. everybody. Always in the DMs. Always in the DM. And then. So, yeah. And it's pretty much that. It was, it was just like it makes sense. I was like, oh, it's cool. And then do a did a little logo, yeah, and yeah. I was I was loving it, so that's what I picked. That's cool. It's almost like a parallel that I see because, like, when you chose the name, you like cared about the history behind it as well. And I feel like that's something that you take into your garments as well before you actually stock them on your store. It's like a cool little parallel. Yeah, to pick exactly. up there. Yeah, it just makes um, sense. I was like, I need to take that name. It's so cool. And then also, also it wasn't like a a registered or copyright name just because it was like a secret society that yeah. nobody talked about so good point yeah yeah it's, it's a little bit like out there you didn't have to worry about getting flagged <laughs> exactly yeah that's sick um look you spoke a bit about like the japanese flat lays and these instagram pages that inspired you when you're like styling but do you have any like actual brand inspirations that inspired you to start the brand or something that you aspire to look like when you're creating content other than like these like obscure Japanese pages. Um, I think I think the flat lays was just like something I always like used before that. Even with the the other page, it was just like I think the the way. Also, as a, yeah, when it, you know when the all the the swag whatever era was in, like yeah, there was yeah, a page called Outfit Grid, right? And was following yeah. that, page. and then it just like grew on me in a way that I unfollowed them. It's just like. 
I think was a cool way to picture an outfit without having anyone wearing it, right? And I always yeah. get a little shy, like on the other side of the camera. So I was like, yeah, I need to take pictures like this. I don't. I'm also I'm alone. I can I can take pictures on whatever because all people my age are in school or at work or whatever. Yeah. So I, I have all these clothes. I need to take pictures of them and then I need to find a way to make them look good on the on the Instagram. So yeah. Yeah, and then also you don't have to pay models. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it was. I started doing it with the other page, and then I saw that uh, were all the posts I was posting, these were the one that did the better. So wow. I was like, I'm just gonna keep that. And then I think also if like I look at all the big page out there, there's not that much people doing like these flat lays. And yeah. also, I I feel like it's easy to. Uh, look like another page when you're doing the same thing. It's like, I feel all the new brands right now are doing the same thing Emilion Dory is doing. So yeah. I feel like with Vintage, same thing. If you see like Unsung Rags posting like faded single stitch t-shirt, everybody want to post like single stitch faded inside out t-shirt, right? Yeah, literally. Yeah, exactly. So I think like the flat lace is always something I'm going to keep just because it's like my signature post. Exactly. That's what I think. Whenever I see a flat lay like that on my explore page, I always think Thirteen Club. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, but but I encourage people doing it. I don't mind, like, if yeah. I see, like, other page doing it, I'm just like, props. Like, it's cool. You, yeah. You're doing yeah, it right. Sick. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like there's a bit of an art that comes to it as well, right? Like you're, you're not just putting the stuff on the floor and taking a photo. Like, you're, like, you know, crumpling it up and, like, making it look nice, like, what kind of goes into that? Um, yeah, I think it's like uh, it's a bit of testing some things, and then it don't work that way. And then I built a, like a recipe. Recipe. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it, is yeah, it yeah recipe. Yeah. 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 So I built something, and then I know like this is the best way I found that it looks good. So I'm just redoing it every week on with some other other outfit. But yes, yeah, no, that's cool, man. Um, look, there's something else that's really recent that was pretty huge for you. And I was just watching along, wish I could have been there, but this pop-up with every other Thursday in Toronto, you know, tell us about that. Yeah. Um, actually me and Ethan was like, I, I see, I saw his stuff, um, actually maybe like a year and a half. So it was the beginning of like me doing vintage online and it was the beginning of him like grinding the TikTok game yeah. and ig game so yeah i found uh he he actually had uh, like a unboxing whatever for, from a brand that he paid the stuff and he was like oh i just bought that and whatever and i was like i just commented bro i need to send you some stuff and then he, uh, i dm him and then we start talking and then just the the chemistry was good we we just talked like not like two business but like two two friends yeah yeah so it started like that, and then uh, whatever that he saw something he liked on the website, I was just like, "It's cool, bro." And then we figure out something, and then he posts a lot about it on his uh, Instagram account. And to be honest, props to him because it, it helped me a lot. Because me, I can, I can, I just can't talk uh, in front of camera <laughs> and like, doing some TikToks with my. Um, it's just like I don't enjoy doing that. It's not. You guys like, have been doing really good TikToks though lately. Like the reels have been sick. Yeah, I, I try, but you don't really yeah. have the choice right now, right? If yeah, you want to play them, and like the the guy from Instagram was like, "Oh no, no, 
the algorithm is not made uh, for people to just do reels. It's all the same. But I was like, that's not really true because all nah. I see is when like I, I don't see my my friends' pictures anymore. I only see like reels. That's all I see. So I was like, I need yeah. to do some. It's smart. It's smart to just hop on it right now. But but anyway, you were saying about you know your story with Ethan. So yeah, so we become become friends and everything, and then. Uh, sometimes we just like throw ideas here and there and it was like oh we need to do like uh, some merch together we need to do like the uh, a cool jacket we need to work mm. on that we need to uh, do a pop-up and then just uh, i said yeah we need to do a pop-up and it was like oh yeah i need to release uh, the fleece and then uh, the crew neck and everything so he came back from la because he was uh, on a trip and then he figured out all the 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 art gallery we 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 rented the location, um, all the the racks we we put on the um, in the in the place. Yeah, so, I mean it was the perfect location, eh? Like just the whole setup of it was like so beautiful, like the old building and just like the street, like the storefront. It was really nice looking. Yeah, exactly. We had luck for that place because <laughs> it was just like a big wide block, and then we could do anything you we wanted into that, and Sick. then. Just the decor for the pop-up just like fits so much with his aesthetic and mine aesthetic, and also the all the the idea behind that was like all the stuff that I bring to that pop-up was like based on his style and based on his mm. aesthetic. But yeah. at, at one point, um, I mean, all my stuff, the Thirteen Club in general, fits really well with him and like vice versa. But, Definitely. Um, it just yeah so I, I i create some stuff for the pop-up and then it was planned to be like late september right so like probably yep. next weekend but then the only uh dates that was available was uh two weeks ago so we had to mm-hmm. do it in russia i was like oh damn i didn't have anything, <laughs> didn't price anything didn't... also it's like an eight hour drive for me to go there so Ooh. i was leaving at 12 a.m wow at nine and then after the pop-up on sunday it's, it, it finished at six and then i go back in the car pack everything and then wow. drive room arriving at 4 a.m in quebec oh my god that but sounds we, hectic yeah it was Intense. it was <laughs> it was but it was pretty fun and just meeting him, him in person and then yeah and also your customers right like getting to meet your own community in person probably would have been pretty cool yeah, exactly. And just like seeing people uh, at the opening, uh, we had a line of like 40-ish wow. people. So it was like Shit. just not having um, any uh, like idea of what is going to be and then seeing that happening. It was just like, oh, people are responding to what we like just putting out and they're there. That's crazy. And I saw people like uh, wearing stuff that I had on the website and it was like, oh, damn. <laughs> And then Ethan saw people with the bags on, and then the the the, the card holder and everything. So it was it was fun, man. That's sick. Like creating like an experience. You spoke about that before, and you do that online and through your content really well. But did you kind of try to do that as well when you had your pop up store? Yeah. The, the the thing is like we had uh, we called it a pop up showroom, right? Because mm-hmm. normally when there's like vintage vendors doing pop up, it's like in flea markets. There's many vendors. It's just like you go there, you don't really know the vendors. You just go because the, there's a vintage event, right? Yeah. The thing is with that pop up, it was like people come not because it was a vintage. Uh, people came not because it was a vintage event. They came because like 
uh, Ethan was there with uh, every other Thursday, and then the Thursday Club was there, like having a created collection, especially yeah. for that pop up, right? So it was like yeah, exactly. It was only two days. It was it was only two of us, and like the people that came was people that was following us, and not like yeah. random people on the street. I think maybe yeah. like a real percentage, but in general, it's like our people, right? Yeah, definitely. And then so also, we, we uh, excuse me, go go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just going to say, did that make a difference? Like, did you take that into account before you had the pop up, or were you expecting more strangers? Like, did that change anything? Um, to be honest, I didn't add any idea of what's going to yeah. be like. So it was like maybe, maybe, uh, most people are going to be like strangers on the street stopping by because the place is cool and they want to mm -hmm. get in and see what's going on in there. Uh, maybe it's gonna be like no one showing up. We don't know because maybe <laughs> gotta be prepared. Yeah, yeah just in case. Coming around and then Tiff also in the same weekend. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah. maybe there's gonna be more people because of that. But also maybe people won't have the time to pass by just because like they're so busy and everything. So I didn't have like idea at all. At all. No about, idea. Yeah, no idea at all. But fair enough. But yeah, I I, I like the way that we also like. I've been able to decor the place and like give yeah. like a cool vibe to. to Bro, tell me about it. I, I want to hear about the decor. Uh, so yeah, uh, Ethan bring um, like the the infamous uh, old Turkish uh, uh, was a rug. Oh yeah, yeah, the Persian rug. We bring that, and then nice. yeah, it was opening. Was we were like twenty minutes late, and then uh, I sent my friend uh, picking up a, like a big ass mirror. <laughs> so, so like the the place was loaded of people and it was like oh excuse me excuse me i need to, to drop the yeah. so it was that and then just we 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 wanted to keep that simple right so we just yeah. like fixed some racks uh on the wall uh ethan did a little like changing changing room uh in nice. the corner and the nice. place was so cool because it was like three um three rooms so the first one was like all the pop-up was happening and then we had the other room that was like all the uh, the storage for our stuff and then after that it was uh, they they had like a patio with like uh, a big garden over it uh, over nice. it and some some chairs and whatever so we had a little glass of wine at the hand of the problem <laughs> sick that's but, cool but yeah it was great no, nice. Do you have like any records playing or like what was the music set up? Um, we had a, a speaker, but uh, oh, yeah. you, you know, every other Thursday, um, do some uh, playlists depending on yeah, mood. True. He, so he's big on that, right? So yeah. he played like a good amount of music during uh, all day long, <laughs> good music. Yeah. And then he showcased um, his record player that uh, he made some... Um, some cover for it like uh oh, yeah yeah i've seen those the covers that go on top of the record yeah exactly so it was kind of displaying displaying on, yeah uh, on a like a bench or uh, ikea bench i think so all his yeah. like real accessories and whatever it was was on there and then it's a cool vibe though eh? yeah, it's it real was, nice it was um so would you like ever consider actually making your own like physical store instead of just a pop-up you know like in quebec or toronto I thought about it. It just, I like the fact that doing it online, I can reach everyone everywhere, yeah. right? And also yeah, here, like the, the amount of people that are buying that lived in my city 
is like I think I have like four people, you know, like ridiculous like that. Wow. Just, it's just like it's not here. I'm not marketing it for here. I, not yeah. I don't really mind. I just think the people in my city are not really ready for that. Really yeah. for the aesthetic. They 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 kind of stick to the, the the mainstream stuff, and it's completely yeah. with, with me, right? It's yeah. Just having a store is also like a lot more res- responsibilities, just because you need to um, pay someone to like manage it. Totally. Uh, you need to, um, have enough clothes to f- uh, fill the store every week, right? Yeah. Need to, and, and yeah, the thing is, I want to, I want to do pop-ups everywhere. I, I want to yeah. go on some trips. I want to have like a a real freedom around that that I can do what I'm doing now everywhere I'm going. Right. So I can trip. Yeah. I can sell online. I can. I can. So yeah, I don't really think. Maybe maybe if it's get better, uh, bigger, better. One day I'll open a stuff just to like have it right, just to have yeah. a spot, to like, not because you need it, just 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 because, just because, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just because I want to be there and then talk to people and then yeah, like decor it almost just because of that. Yeah. It's a fun part, but yeah, otherwise I, I I think I'm gonna stick to the online just because I like that way. I like that way better. I think. No, that's sick, man. I, I think actually that's just like genius, really, because if you don't lock yourself down to the one location, it's like you said, you can travel, you can open up pop-up stores whenever you want, really. You can like have the process of thrifting, which you like, you can do pretty much anywhere. Um, exactly. You're not tied yeah. down. Exactly. And I don't need like for now. Yeah. I might need someone to help me because like, it's kind of, it's kind of big to um, manage for now, but um, I can, I can still be like alone in my stuff here and, come at the office anytime I want and like do my little things and then go on a walk with my dog and then don't have much responsibilities about like yeah. having a physical store and stuff to manage. But totally. one day, one day. So is it, is it just you at the moment still? Um, it's me in a big part. Um, I have my girl, go- my girlfriend uh, packing the orders now. So if oh, you wow. see awesome. memo, well writing nice. because <laughs> my writing is as good as my <laughs> so uh yeah she's doing it and then she helped me with um like all the measurement when uh we were doing a job and then i i take the picture and then we uploading the stuff online together yeah and then uh, yeah no oh, that's sick did she help you from the beginning like the website and the logo and everything or was that that you yeah we've been together for like six years now so wow she's been there yeah she's been there when i was selling a cell phone at virgin mobile and then wow we're still together now we're selling clothes now it's one hell of a journey you've been on bro like it's crazy but it's weird because you're actually my age i'm also 23 um so you were selling cell phones at virgin mobile was that like your full-time job before 13 club or i went to school i did um here it's called a cegep it's like i think it's like college yeah Yep. Or I was a uh, human science, and then I did that. It took me three years because I didn't really want to go there. I love school. I'm good. I did. I skip a uh, um, uh, a year of class when I was younger. I love school. I love to go there. Wow. It just it wasn't that much interesting at that moment because I just felt yeah. it was like a year more of high school. It was like nothing new that I learned at that place. I was like, mm. I, I could read a book and learn everything you're just teaching me right now, right? Or watch a YouTube video. Yeah, watch like, <laughs> exactly. So um, 
yeah, I went to school and then uh, I was selling uh, phones at Virgil, uh, Virgin Mobile, and yeah. then get kicked out of the place because I was always oh. late. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I wasn't that much late. You feel me? I was like two minutes yeah. late every yeah. every every time. So it was like it was a bit a bit pissed, right? And I also like it wasn't a job that a job that I enjoyed doing. No, definitely like, not. Because like. Put pocket, money in the pockets, and then mm-hmm. I can still go to school, put gas in my in my car, and then do fun activities. But it wasn't like wow, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. So um, uh, was that kind of like what funded Thirteen Club, like just savings from your full time job, or? Uh, it was actually later because uh, I was at that time. It was like the big supreme vape wave and whatever, right? And- anti-social social club and i was just flipping this, this this stuff on the side but like no page i was just like i knew that guy bought all the stuff that i had so i was like buying everything at in the virgin uh even in the virgin, <laughs> i was just like cupping some supreme and so yeah i flipped that for a, a bit and then um i stopped doing that just because like i was doing it for the money but it wasn't mm-hmm. really that fun never really wore a supreme for or like the the day to day was just like an easy way to do some money. So, yeah, yeah, I did that. Then kicked out kicked out of the Virgin Mobile, and then I took a year off or of just like leaving of the uh, Supreme money, <laughs> if I can say that. Shit. So you that, must have made a lot of money through just flipping, then, right? I, I, at that time, like I still live with my dad now. I'm just like yeah, okay, I yeah. just save all my money just because I didn't like in general. I just don't really spend money like yeah. for the personal right like all the money yeah I you spend. set it before you wear the same same clothes like all the time just white yeah, t-shirt the Levi's. i still have the, like the, the the t-shirt that was wearing when i opened during club and then wow. I, I really don't mind like the only big thing i, I buy i think with the with the money from during club and whatever the rest is like a good car just because i'm on the mm-hmm. i'm on the road so much and yeah. then the, the office here that i'm renting but like other than that on the personal it's just i kind of want a way to like uh, move into a house, buy a house mm. with uh, my girlfriend, and then having the dog, and then going on trips. So, it just don't make sense for me. I, I have a good like relation with my dad, and then the the house is is set up in a way that it's almost like a mini apartment. So, like I'm no, good. Like, he's always on trips anyway. So it's just like a win win situation for me to like save save some money to. Uh, to buy a house later and then do my little mill thing. So yeah, I got kicked out of uh, Virgin, uh, whatever. And then um, I uh, my dad was working at the a garage, a bike garage, like a motorcycle garage. Yeah. So like washing um, <clears throat> motorcycle. That was I was that's what I was wow. doing. Yeah, <laughs> the, the college. So I was doing that, and then I had like a big con- concussion. Is it? Is it? Uh, yeah, concussion. Yeah. What What happened? Um. I don't know if I can really like say say I was I was a bit drunk and I, I dive in the oh, pool. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! So yeah, don't oh, no. move, don't move, move. But um, too many wines. Yeah, too many beers actually. <laughs> too many beers. <laughs> yeah, I was a uh, nineteen years old. Shit! Having shit. Fun. Right, what what happened next? Uh, so yeah, I just didn't went to, um, the garage anymore just because like I, I was a bit sick cause it was like a, a hot, hard summer. And also like, I didn't really realize at the moment that I had a concussion. So I was mm. just like 
doing all the same thing. And then I went to a point like I didn't do a burnout, but I felt like so, so tired all the time and then whatever. So, and then I, I dropped out the, after the, um, the college, I didn't went to the university yet. I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to take a year. I want to do trips and whatever. And then COVID happened. Oh shit. That's right. So I was like, okay. Now what I'm going to do, right. I, I yeah. don't wash uh, motorcycle anymore. Got kicked out of Virgin. Uh, I don't feel like pretty in shape. I'm fucking tired. Uh, mm-hmm. What I'm going to do. So I was like, you know, my, 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 my parents always like, um, we don't mind if you don't want to go to school now. If you want to go later, it's fine. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Um, just do something, right? I don't want to see you uh, laying on the couch. I want to see you uh, like having fun every day, drinking, whatever. I don't want to. And I'm still, I'm still living at, at their place at the moment, right? And still, yeah. but so I, I kind of, I don't want to disappoint them. I'm just like they're giving me a place to stay for free, whatever. They bringing some food every night. So I'm going to, I'm going to do something, right? You want to make I, them proud. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I need, like I dropped out of school and I, it was like, my parents thought I was like going to be, um, engineer, whatever <laughs> from, from university and I'm now sitting close. Right. Like, <laughs> and yeah, that is, uh, that is in the military and my mom in the police. So I, I was like wow. a bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah. So I was like, uh, I started going to the trip shop. And then um, finding some cool stuff for myself. And I was always into fashion. Like my mom used to do uh, all my clothes when I was young. And she did her uh, her wedding dress, I think. And she did her wow. prom dress. And she did all the curtains in the in the house. And she did like, she was doing Shit. everything by herself. That's so like I, my mom as well. Yeah, my mom sews a lot. So it's, it's similar. Exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And then my parents separate. And I was living with my mom. And yeah. so like... I don't know for you, but like being raised by your mom just makes you more into like all the skincare stuff, all about like looking <laughs> good, smelling good, dressing well. Uh, yeah. The the things that my dad probably like don't really 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 care, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was that, and then um, I started uh, finding more and more stuff because I was like the only young dude that was looking for vintage stuff and like cool stuff in general at those thrift shops so it's like bro at that point i found so many cool stuff before yeah, it was I like a lot more trendy and whatever and yeah. then I just go there for every day and find yeah the good so, old days the good old days right the, the t-shirt was 199 the jeans were 99 <laughs> shit so yeah it was good i found a lot of stuff and then that's how I started the first page and uh, I did that for a year, grow mm-hmm. it a bit and then doing that full time. And then I just uh, transitioned to the 13 club and also it was COVID, right? So what, what can I do what more else? Than, yeah. than working? Definitely. Right? There's nothing. Yeah, I can do. Uh, restaurants are closed. Uh, theaters are closed. Uh, I can do trips. I need to stay here. So I, I cannot open a store, right? So at that point, yeah. I, I thought about it like i just opened a little thrift shop and then it's, it's gonna go well i can't it's closed we we can mm. open this, right and also it was like almost dangerous to open anything just because of the the covid and everything so i was like yeah, yeah i'll open a vintage shop online and see how it goes and then we are here now no that's that's a great story man i i think 
you have it all figured out. Like it really just sounds like you're doing what you love. Um, it all looks great. Uh, it sounds like it's profitable. <laughs> you know, the business side of things is good. Um, did you did you make like any real like mistakes or encounter any real challenges when coming up on the Thirteen Club? Um, I think. I don't think I did like big mistake. I think like if the um, if COVID didn't happen, it might have been dif- different because of yeah. like I might have did more uh, local stuff. I'm actually like kind of not happy that COVID was there, but it just I think for some people it was like there was two options. Some people like find it so rough because like I can't see my friends anymore. I can yeah whatever but for me it was like i was in the point that i didn't really know what to do and it was just like the only option i had to like find something and put time in it and then a little project just because i had to do something right i, I won't stay in my couch like watching netflix all the time i can't do that i need to go out there and like do some things and also my girlfriend was uh, at school so it was like all day i had me my dog and then i won't stay there all day just waiting for her to to come to come to the house right yeah so it's like, yeah i need i need to find a way and for the mistake i think i think it's not really a mistake it's just like learning from it but like i probably sold stuff for way cheaper that it's worth i probably mm. uh, missed on some missed on some stuff that i didn't know what it was just because i wasn't that like I didn't learn that much at that moment about like stuff I was selling. Um, yeah. But in terms of like big uh, mistake that I might have done, I don't, I don't really see them as mistake. It's just like, okay, it didn't happen well, or it didn't, uh, I tried like a marketing strategy or whatever and didn't do well. I, I lost mm-hmm. money and whatever, but it just, at one point just learning about it. Cause I, I didn't like, uh, had people to help me right that was by myself so i just had to uh do uh testings on testing this thing testing that and then see how it goes and then i was just learning so i don't think like there's some big mistake i think it was more like learning my way through it and then finding what's what's good and what's not good and what to do again and what to not do again so yeah, yeah. now that that's great man i i think that like i have a favorite quote and it's kind of like the person who doesn't make mistakes makes nothing at all. And I think you kind of just have to have to test everything. And even mistakes are like, you need to look at them as more like learning opportunities and what you take from that, what to do next time, what not to do next time. So it sounds like you really have a great mindset about that. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to see what's next for the 13 Club. Like any, any set plans, like you guys going to release like a printed t-shirt line or like some clothes that you make yourself? Like what's next for the brand? Okay, so... So the thing, the thing is, um, the first goal with the 13th club, I wanted to, um, I think like vintage is a good way to put your feet into like, um, fashion, the fashion businesses, right? The fashion yeah. world, the fashion community, having people like for me is like proving that what I get out and what I show people is good, that I have a good sense of fashion that I have a good sense of like offering. I want the, the people that follow me to trust me on what's going to be in the drop going to be fire and people are going to want, want to buy that and people would, yeah. you feel me? So, so yeah, the first, first step was that having like a good community of people and then having the, that they have like uh trust in me. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, 
uh, other big things is um, I want to rework some stuff like fabrics. I want to do like uh, in-house project with that. Yeah, uh, that would I've, be sick. Yeah, I've been collecting like whole kilted blanket and like whole uh, piece of jeans and then just whatever just to do like I, I want to do I want to do that. So that is a process that is happening at the moment. It just awesome. it takes more time. I don't have like the, 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 the top resources here in my city. Yeah. So like, yeah. sometimes it's a bit harder to to find the right people to do that, to help me with it. So, yeah. So that that is in a, a process of, of coming out soon. And then um, there might might be a main line coming soon too, but we'll see. There might be. There might be. No, no promises? No, no. It, it's it's going to be a promises. It's just um, I need to figure so much stuff just in terms of like, uh, where I want it to be made, like, because yeah. uh, I see um, a lot of um, people that are like big into fashion, then selling like promoting the made in USA and then the the good quality, and then they just putting stuff out that is made in Bangladesh. And for me, yeah. it doesn't make sense, right? Like, yeah, exactly. A fire piece, bro. I, I want to cut that. It's cool, but yeah. if it's like encouraging, like not fast fashion because it's not like as big quantity as whatever h&m or zara is yeah but you're still not able to see the processes like you can't overlook the factory you don't really know what's if it's like sustainable and ethical right. like the factory can tell you it is but until you actually go until you can afford there. like the checkups and stuff you don't know yeah um i know china is not that bad recently just because they have like so much technologies like they are the the best country to manufacture manufacturer clothes just because like they have they have everything right but yeah I, i'm not still sure i want to go there just because it's like it's it's a bit far from what i'm i'm selling right definitely have um, you thought about like made in canada or something yeah i, I it, it made in canada is like it, it is is there right but um yeah. i want to um i want to check with the uh, portugal because i know like they're super good and uh, they yeah, have portugal, yeah textile like super close to them also and then the thing is being in canada you pay so much tax on everything oh, yeah import tax i remember that used to kill me <laughs> taxes on taxes and then if you import from uh, the u.s right you pay uh, yes. at, the, at the borders but the thing with portugal if that you don't pay fees there's a like a an arrangement between countries for uh, textile and whatever that is like exempted of that oh so, wow might be a good option it's just like yeah. the thing is i want to i want to do stuff i want to do them like perfect yeah and just yeah. the process of sampling and then like making the take the tech packs and then just finding the 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 best zipper i can put into the, yeah. the jacket by example or like the the best the best uh, twill i can use for the jacket or yeah. uh, the whatever right yeah so all of this is it's taking times and I'm really focusing on vintage for now, but it's it's coming. And it's like I'm working on that when I when I have the chance to work on that. I don't have dates. I know what it's gonna be out. Mm -hmm. I can tell you maybe like a jacket, a pants, a hoodie, a bag. Yes. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. But yeah, I'm taking more of my time because like I see um sometimes I see Ethan like putting out so much product and so much fire shit and I was like, damn, how how is he doing <laughs> that stuff so fast, right? Yeah. But 
yeah, this is his main, uh, his main like. Uh, yeah, you've got a whole business to run, you know. Like, you need to focus on that as well. Exactly, but yeah, that's this. This is certainly like I want to have a still have the vintage, always have the vintage. I want to have the the rework because I remember I, I sold a pair of pens that me and uh, my girlfriend did. It was like a a whole five hundred one. Then we just do a almost a boho uh, like patchwork on the on right, the right, right. Yeah, they didn't fit me because you know COVID. I gained some weight. So <laughs> I put them on we the website. Did. The first thing that sold. So I was like, yeah, I might Crazy. do that. So yeah, there's rework. A, it's very on brand as well. Yeah. And also I feel like it's a it's a good way to just do something more with with what you have now. Because vintage is everywhere, but there's no not much like good rework rework mm. for the, the there's a, a lot for women, like the the Adidas, Adidas or Nike track, whatever that transform into a top and like some skirt or whatever. But for men, there is not that much of like cool pieces that have been like work in a way that is cool in terms of like. Yeah, I can only really think of um brute, you know, brute archives. Yeah, exactly. That's the only one I can think of. Even there's um, what's their name? It's, I think it's, I. Mm. I don't remember their name, but they're doing like um, jackets with the whole military bag and stuff like that. And it's pretty cool. It's like yeah. top notch. Like, so yeah. Nice. Uh, so uh, uh, in the near future, there's going to be a main line, the vintage um, around that. And then uh, a rework uh, section that is gonna, I'm going to do like in-house made here, everything in the office. We're going to work to that. And then we're going to do the report. Yeah. No, I'm it's awesome, man. I'm excited. I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. Bro, it's been absolutely sick just having you on. I've wanted to talk to you for ages, like ever since I used to buy 13 Club and became a fan back in the day. Um, it's just really inspiring to see what you've done and, you know, where you've come from, where you are today as you sit in your office, like overlooking the city. Like, that's just sick to see. Yeah, thanks thanks to you to, uh, for inviting me and then... Uh, hearing my my terrible accent uh during an hour almost no nah, no nah, you did you did amazing honestly your english is is really good uh i i wouldn't even try to speak french because i'm just embarrassed